Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and another installment of 12 Habits, the show that follows my, well, actually, it's more like our progress over the next 12 months for the whole of 2022 as we attempt to make habits that we know are good for us and break the ones that we know aren't. The first habit that we've tackled together is meditation, and this is the final installment in that particular habit. So habit number one is drawing to a close in this episode. So for the last five episodes, every Monday when the 12 habits go live, the last five episodes, I have been talking about meditation and we started with meditation and it's the only habit that I will not be deciding with, <laughs> that I will not be, that I will be deciding without you, my most excellent listeners, getting involved. But this was one I felt was really important to start 2022 with because after the last couple of years that we've all had, a little bit of mental clarity, a little bit of mindfulness seemed like something I needed to involve a little bit more into my life. And if there's one thing I've learned from this show, it's that I've never had a unique thought and feeling that is not reflected back to me by the messages, DMs and emails that I get from you, my most excellent listeners. So I thought maybe if I put it out there, there'll be people who need this too. And based on what you've been telling me, I was bang on the money. So that's been great to know. So the idea was for this, if you are a long-time listener of the podcast, you may remember that in 2018, I did a similar project called 26 Habits. And 26 Habits was where I would make or break a habit every two weeks. So it was kind of a head spinner. It was a very quick, actually. Two weeks is not very long. And so I just kind of got a taste for whatever habit it was. And my findings were relatively surface, it has to be said. 12 Habits, by having a month to really lean in, and really, I don't know, get under the skin of everything that we're trying to do really affords us the opportunity to understand what the habit can do for us and how we can do it and how we can make it work for us. And so this being our final visit on all things meditation, I wanted to, although I will be updating you throughout the year, I'm sure, on how I'm progressing with each and every habit. We won't just park them and then you won't hear about them again. And I will be sharing lots in the Facebook group, but I wanted to share in this episode my sort of my Jerry Springer final thoughts, as it were. So imagine me, the lights are dim, I'm perched somewhere, maybe on a wall or a back of a seat. And this is what I'm sharing because um, meditation has been a real game changer. And even though I kind of started it by accident in many ways, just sort of thought, oh, I think this is going to work. It turns out, I, I honestly don't think I could have started with a better choice of habit. And even though it involved effort because I was going to a class, I was making time, I went to a class, I make time for meditation. And so it has involved doing. It's actually been, I think, its ability to undo that has been so incredibly valuable. And what I mean by that is meditation has, and this is somebody who is four weeks into it or three and a half weeks into it, of actively meditating twice a day every day the things that I'm noticing above and beyond anything else is that I have much less to and fro in my brain every day about my decision making so if you could imagine you wake up your to-do list kind of mentally racks up through your head and it's very difficult sometimes I don't know if anyone else has this where you can struggle to prioritize and then one task bleeds into the other and then you think that maybe you shouldn't have spent so much time on that one and then you're rushing to get to the next one and then you sort of end up with this blamange of 
things that you've kind of done in front of you where it, it's all a little bit messy and there's no form to it really you're not methodically working through anything I don't feel as though that's the case anymore I feel as though I have much greater clarity in terms of what am I doing today and secondly it's my relationship with time I don't feel as though I'm always rushing or that I'm always being chased by the task that I was doing or hurried along by the task that I'm supposed to be doing next so I'm going to try and articulate this in a way that I hope, I hope uh, reaches as many people as possible. That idea of waking up in the morning thinking I've got so much to do and then willing time to either go slowly or go, go quickly, whatever it is that you're doing, and it all feeling a little bit messy and maybe making you feel a bit seasick. I just think, right, okay, I've got to, okay, so take this morning, for example. I really want to go for a walk and I want to listen to that podcast and that podcast is an hour and 40 minutes long. So I do that and I know that when I get back, I'm going to do some housework. I've got some admin to do. I've got this. And rather than rushing through the walk, because I know that I've got other things to do on the other side of it, I'm enjoying the walk because I don't know, I'm just a little bit less frazzled and frenetic. And the only change is meditation. That's the only thing that's different about my life is that I have incorporated this twice daily meditation. So that's one of the, that's the sort of main observation that I've had and the main feeling that I have, which is really wonderful. It's also revealed something incredibly valuable for me, I think. And it's sort of an un, it was something I wasn't, I, it wasn't a hypothesis that I was trying to uh, work on in any way. But I'm someone who'll try and do a lot on my own. I will try and figure it out on my own rather than ask for help. And this is where things like apps can be really helpful. And look, I'm not saying that one can't make progress that way. I think it's entirely possible to make a lot of progress that way, to just kind of do a lot of internet research, set yourself a plan and go. And I think a lot of people are excellent self-starters and incredibly motivated in that way. And like I said, you can make a lot of progress. But for me, what this has really taught me is that by saying, okay, I'm going to learn from somebody I'm going to learn from a teacher I'm going to surrender myself to those teachings means that I think things have been, have taken root with a bit more meaning there's a trust there and equally if I come across any issues I can troubleshoot them with my teacher um, so if I say oh um, for example with meditation I still feel like thoughts are popping into my head my teacher will say and this is Gillian Lavender, if you've been listening to the podcast and you know who I went and had Vedic meditation at um, London Meditation Centre. And Gillian will say, well, that's completely normal. That's actually that's actually a big part of it. And this is why. And then in the when you go on the course, you'll you'll she'll show you the diagrams and you'll understand why thoughts are actually a, a huge part of the process. So this idea of thinking that meditation, using it as an example, is supposed to feel a certain way is kind of coconuts. And having a teacher say, oh, no, 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 it shouldn't feel like you begin to vibrate or any of these things or your mind goes completely blank. All of that troubleshooting, all of that education has been so valuable. And I think for me, it has shown me how important it is for to ask for help, to look for people who have the experience and to say, can you help me with this? And so that's something I really want to take with me and and move forward with purpose with 12 habits try and get people who can be really helpful because I've definitely found it helpful and I think sharing that kind of expertise with you my most excellent listeners would be a kindness that it would be good for me to pass on 
The other thing is that uh, harking back to 26 Habits in 2018, that was such a taster. And so just a, a few people have said to me, how is it different? How is it feeling different from 26 Habits? This feels so much more detailed and so much more intense and not in a bad way. I will be honest, there were some habits in 26 Habits where I got a few days in and thought, oh, goodness me, I'm glad it's only two weeks because I'm not up for this. I really, I mean, I think the ketogenic diet is probably a good example. And if I was doing 26 Habits again, now I wouldn't even have ketogenic diet as a as a habit because we know a lot more about it now and it was a bit of a nonsense. But um, for those people who are asking what it feels like to be doing it for a month versus two weeks, it doesn't feel like a, a, a huge shift in the amount of investment of time. It doesn't feel as intimidating as I thought it might. It actually feels reasonable to say, okay, I'm going to give it a month and see how I go. Whereas two weeks can almost feel like, I actually feel as though it might be easier to quit doing a two-week habit than a four-week habit, the month-long habit. But there we go. Maybe we can come onto that later on in the series. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The other thing that I've really noticed about this, and I guess this was true for 26 Habits, but um, you've been so, so much more uh, interactive. This feels much more interactive than 26 Habits, the messages and emails and DMs, etc., are far more than last time around and it feels amazing to have an accountability partner and that's you so thank you to everybody who's emailed to everybody who's dm to everybody who's messaged because you asking me about it and sharing your experiences whether you're an experienced meditator or you're curious about meditation that has been really valuable in my experience of trying to do this myself so as much as it's revealed to me how valuable it is to have a teacher it's also revealed to me how helpful it is to have accountability partners and how valuable it is to have to share what you're doing rather than to keep it to yourself and I'm a real kind of keep it to yourself until it's got done kind of person and this is showing me that actually maybe I need to loosen that up a little bit because sharing those experiences has been really helpful so thank you to everyone who's taken the time and speaking of your messages it's really clear from everybody who's written to me that we're all in our own ways on some sort of pursuit to clear our minds of the mess, the fuss and the sort of static, the white noise that can exist in our heads just from living in the world today, whether it's the constant bombardment of emails, of pinging, of messages, of just the constant overstimulation. And so my habit might have been Vedic meditation, but whatever mindful practice you choose, it's the consistency that's key. Second only to adherence. I think that's the most important thing to remember with these habits. It actually isn't about habit. It's about implementing a behavior change. And the way that you implement a behavior change is figuring out a way in which you can adhere to it over a sustained period of time so that you can maintain it. And also um, just, just being consistent. Consistency and adherence seem to be the most important things it's finding a way that a habit can work for you and I know that for a lot of people who thought or who think that 20 minutes twice a day is just too much time for them to give to a habit 
Um, I would say, yes, I can completely see why that might be true. And that's why we've discussed in these episodes why five minutes can be just as valuable. If you just need something to take you out of your head, just to follow along to a guided meditation, just so you're not thinking about the same problems day in, day out. I was talking to a friend the other day who was, we were talking about the fact that when you work for yourself or whatever, whatever it is that you do, but we're both in the experience of working for ourselves and working from home a lot. And so we can clock off our computers, but our minds are still churning the day. And so then we log back on the next day and we're still very much in the same space because maybe we haven't had the chance to go out or maybe we haven't had a chance to chat with people. And so we just don't get that break. It's like we pause rather than stop, reboot and get get to restart again. And so from everything that people have been messaging me, I think this idea of just having something that allows you that gap, that space is really helpful. So um, if you are following along with this or if it has prompted you to want to incorporate any kind of mindfulness, meditation, whatever it is into your life and it's allowing you to have that freedom, to have that space, then I hope and wish you continued success. And I will say this, I certainly don't want to quit this habit. (laughs) With 26 habits, there were a few that when they were done, I mean, A, I forgot about them really quickly or I was just glad to see the back of them. But I'm, I just won't be quitting this habit. I am so convinced of its benefits. And I'm also convinced that the benefits are cumulative. So nearly a month in, I'm feeling those two particular things that I've mentioned about time feeling different and about sort of the conflict in my mind being quieter I believe that the benefits are cumulative and I can't wait to see how it feels after three months after six months after nine months and this time next year I really can't I think it will be incredible so I'm extremely motivated to continue to do the daily meditations twice a day Uh, the other benefit of having a teacher that I wanted to add in here is just that you know particularly with this meditation with Gillian Lavender She's always there. So the meditation center check in a couple of times a week, once a week, I think sometimes just to a sort of how are you getting on? What's what's going on? How is everything, etc. And it's such a lovely kind of uh, it's such a lovely balancer just to think, yeah, I'm doing all right. And then you read one of their emails and you think, yeah, I'm doing fine. And you can always check in. You can always do one of their group meditations if you want to. There are tons of resources there. And I think that's a really big part, again, of having a teacher or having a mentor or having somebody who has more experiencing than you guiding you. And I guess that brings me on to the final Jerry Springer, final thought that I wanted to add in here, which is about money and habits. Because one of the things that I did with 26 Habits is there was no, there were no uh, costs attached, really. I wasn't paying for anything. It was usually, yeah, I, I don't think I, there was an investment in any of these habits. But obviously, with paying a teacher to teach you Vedic meditation there is a cost involved and actually I think that (laughs) it does I don't want to make any of these habits cost prohibitive obviously but equally I think that it's made me realize that making a financial investment sometimes can go a long way to helping with things like adherence because especially when there's a teacher alongside it because trust me I have paid for a lot of online courses Uh, I paid for an online course in British Sign Language and also like understanding narcissism or something. And they were in these amazing sales. So I think they were £30 each. I've only done three modules of one and one module of the other. And I'm well over a year into it. So 
I, I want to think about this a bit more and maybe we'll talk about this as one of the other habits, but I think something about a financial investment where you really feel as though you're getting the support as well from whatever you've invested in makes it really, really helps the habit along. And so I think that's always going to be in my mind when I'm choosing the next habits with you so that I, if there is an investment, it's an investment that adds value and doesn't just get you access. So that's something I wanted to say. Now, as we come to the end of this episode, it's worth saying that if you want to find out what the new habit is before next Monday, so the 12 habit shows go live every Monday, but the new habit is announced on the first, then make sure you are signed up for my newsletter. And to do so, you need to go to emmaguns.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there or the link to sign up will be in my show notes. So if you're not signed up already, then definitely do. And if you have any other observations about meditation, if you would like another Q&A session, I know we had one with Gillian, but if there's anything else that you want me to cover on this, maybe we can do it in some way on Instagram or on Facebook, then let me know. But hopefully over the course of the last five episodes, you would have got a really good insight into what it's like to incorporate meditation into your daily life in whatever way you choose to incorporate it. I think it was in episode two, we talked about all of the different ways in which it can show up in the different forms. So if you have any other questions, please know that I'm always delighted to hear from you. And uh, it would be my pleasure to get back to you. And um, we can address it again in some way on the show when we do some recaps about the 12 Habits series, because this is a year we are we are in it for a whole year. So we've got a lot of time to really think about these things. So I will put the links in the show notes to the episode I did with Gillian. I will put the link to Gillian's uh, meditation center and her book. I will also put the links to the meditation resources I've mentioned during the whole month. So that includes some apps and websites. And again, if you want to know anything else, either ask me directly, DM me at Emma Guns on Instagram and Twitter, or email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com, or join the Facebook group. Again, the link is in the show notes. And uh, go in there and don't just ask me. I see all of the posts, but you'll so you'll get a reply for me, but you'll also get a reply from over 5,000 of your fellow most excellent listeners and trust me they are brilliant people so if you are a member hi thanks for being in that group you're wonderful if you aren't what are you waiting for click the link in the show notes and join now thank you so much for joining me on this meditation journey it really has been a pleasure and I can't wait to share with you what the next habit is because it's one that so many of you have asked me to cover so February is going to be tough that's all I'm gonna say thank you so much for listening I will see you on the next one (laughs) 